Welcome to episode 147 of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volamel. I'm not going to lie. We're going to just talk through a lot of these new roster changes. A lot of teams we haven't discussed yet in the offseason. A lot of teams have changed a ton. And uh, it's definitely going to be a good, fun show. If you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Big thank you to our patron producers who we'll talk about in a second. If you also would like to support the show, uh, you can always just subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Twitch, leave us a five-star iTunes review, uh, basically do whatever you can on whatever platform, just search for Tactical Crouch. Big thanks to our patron producers, Refine Bean, Ferdino Pin, Battle Crab, Lolshin, Rex Zane, Audio Compass, Kasha67, Shara Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Owen, Chris, R34444, Horror Bjorn, I listen to this podcast whilst in this... Well, Whilst on the toilet and in the shower, thinking of Yiska and Peace Camper. That All one right. is kind of a road bump. It, uh. That's like the first, like, obnoxiously long name of the list. Yeah. It's my, yeah. it's my favorite and least favorite at the same time. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, anyways, hey guys. Good to see you. Been a while. Hello. Been about a week. Actually, no, we did a yeah. show on Friday. So it's been five days. Friday. Yep. You know, it's felt like a month though. These last yeah, ten that days. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ask an astrophysicist, I'm pretty sure that he would tell you that that's just like the longest week in the history of mankind. That's that's what it felt like. Yeah, I forget what is it that Einstein says something about He's being on a train him. and time slowing down and speeding up relative to right what yep. you're perceiving at the time yeah you know i'm a pretty pretty good with my einstein quotes so mm. you're welcome uh well hey guys let's uh Hello. man there's a lot to talk about there is um we'll just stop at the front shall we let's go um sure four and nevix we finally have some clarity behind both of them joe yeah I, it sounds like Sure4 probably is is stepping away, and it looks like Nevix is as well. Um, both kind of old heads of the game, been around for literally since I feel like the start. Sure4 definitely Nevix. I'd have to go back and look at yeah, yeah, no, but Nevix, yeah, 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 definitely day one, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I two two storied careers. Um, I still like. There's still a part of me that's just like ah. Oh, I wonder if Nevix has a little bit left in the tank. Definitely somebody who had like a promising DPS career and then moved. Um, sure for obviously, I don't think much needs to be said. Easily one of the best Western players to kind of touch the game for a long right. time. Um, just yep. can never really find a find a find a uh, the right fit. Um, He's a quote. Yeah, it's just said a quote. Quote. I I think. The way I want to remember Shawforce's career is the way he played very early last season or season three, um, mm. 
against the Philly Fusion, um, where yeah. it felt like he could take Carpe on, while also yeah. being incredibly smart, and to my knowledge, also doing a lot of the shot calling uh, for the team. And yeah, like he's he's definitely a, a gigantic talent. Um, I also saw he's he's hanging out with already the big dogs of streaming. Um, so I'm sure he has a career there. Yep. Um, Always an intelligent person on that front as well. Like you, something that I don't think we credit esports athletes, esports players enough is like keeping yep. that door open. And he's right. always had that door to go back to. Right. Like right. it's kind yep. of, I wouldn't say where he started, but definitely made sure to kind of carve himself out of space in terms of streaming and content creation. So, you know, I think he'll be fine. It's, it's, you know, it's sad to see a lot of these old players go, but you know, such as the passing of time. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then for Nevix, I mean, this guy had a wild career and it's kind of sad that probably most overwatch, uh, people that have started watching, uh, overwatch as overwatch league started actually don't know that this guy was a DPS player and also was a pretty cracked Anna. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Um, one tournaments back in the day was one of the best players around during the MLG days and whatnot. So, um, was definitely really also dominant someone... misfits team. Yep. True. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, um, that's a change. I think that's kind of foreseeable that the old heads eventually retire. You very rarely have people like literally from week one holding on for as long. Yeah. It's just one of the many developments of a game, especially one that set changes so frequently as Overwatch mm -hmm. does and still does. So it's it's just a natural progression. I wish Nevix had a little bit of a better last hurrah because I feel like people almost meme uh like a he is an overwatch league champion it's true did win a rat and you probably are being kept around by someone like crusty because you can't bring it to the table mm, yep. you bring something so um yeah definitely one of the most decorated or not most decorated but most tenured players uh in overwatch um mm. league i think he actually Probably didn't win as much as his uh, skill level um, could have allowed him to over yep. over the years. But yeah, yeah. like it, pretty nice for him. Pretty nice for him to still go out as an Overwatch League champion. Of course. Yep. He got his, you know, at the top with Shock. Um, yeah, I, I always wonder what what Nevix could have been if he would have stayed DPS because he was like that flexible and and showed sure. promise on a lot of different. A lot of different heroes, a lot of different avenues, and yeah, just kind of sad. Sad to see him go, as you know, it is with a lot of different like old, you know, Jay Hong, and like how 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 much more do these guys have left in the tank? It's we're nearing an, an Overwatch League Hall of Fame, as chat, you know. Yeah, kind of no, aptly pointed out. We, we need to we need to that make one someday. To consider hundred percent. Yeah, I think both these players for sure. At least yes, yes maybe yes. on a Western yeah. front. You know, these yep. are these are two guys you you probably want on that ballot. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I Agreed. think so. It's a it's a bummer to 
see them both go. I think I'm still like, did did either of them say what they're moving on to next? Not to my knowledge, but there I mean, again, I just kind of saw that they retired. They didn't explicitly I, say, yeah. Um, pretty sure Shawful will just stream, um, given his recent uh, streaming schedule with who he was streaming and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, theoretically, from an aim perspective, like he could easily be, you know, one of these Shroud Ace type of chill streamers to just like, have crack yeah. mechanics on top of I being wonder smart. If either of them it. are going to try to make a move to Valorant. Is I think kind of where what my question was. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not Maybe that Maybe sure for, but yeah, I doubt. Maybe like streaming it. I don't know if. Do you if you're as... if you're an Overwatch League player that's like, quote unquote, retiring right now? Are you kind of hanging on a little bit longer to see what comes with Overwatch Two? Um, um yes and no yeah like hanging on meaning like i'll leave the door open maybe but yeah actively playing it and like worrying about like trialing for teams and stuff maybe not no, depending not on like, like trialing but kind of yeah. just like is it a possibility keep the, Can up, I, keep the yeah. networks open you know, not like sign on to right. a new team in another esport yet and just kind of like, yep, yep, see what happens. That's what I would stream. Do. That's what, when yeah. you're that good at a game and a game has the potential to fundamentally shift potentially into your favor and your playstyle's favor. Yep. Who knows? I think, and again, I, we've already started to see some kind of rubber banding backwards, but it's. Um, I I think that it could bounce back where you start to see some veteran talent kind of return at a later date because again and, and I've written about this but we do kind of have like a very unique experience Overwatch is not a game that you can kind of like really find other games that kind of scratch that same itch yeah nothing's really agree. like Overwatch for, for our, all yeah. that we love about it and all that we hate about it, it is a unique, genuine experience that you really can't get elsewhere. So if if that, that love is still there, if if you know that that itch ever pops up again, you know, could could come back. Yeah, I can only think of a couple who have tried to like take on the Overwatch model. What were they? Start with the D, I know there was I one immediately out. Right as like Overwatch born. came out. Yeah. But it was it was there's there's a few that were chat will tell us in a second. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's you know, there's been a few that have kind of tried to, but Overwatch has really been one of the few, if not only game of its kind, to like find any level of like mainstream success. It's pal Paladins was definitely one of them. Yeah. I think that there's one That's more. Other. I think that there's, there's a, another one. Paladins one that came in. It was it Battleborn? What was the one where the <laughs> the uh like the game director was proud that they were making porn about his game their game was that was that Paladins? I think that might have been Battleborn. I think that might have been Battleborn and it was like part of the comparison to Overwatch. <laughs> um anyways, 
Not that. Yiska, Yiska knew the question to that answer the whole time. He just didn't want to admit it. Yeah, totally. Because. Uh, <laughs> you know him. Randy just... Pitchford, that's it. Uh, <laughs> all right, no more talking about Overwatch porn. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So they are going to be sorely missed. We did have one other uh, departure over, the, I guess you call it. Yeah, you call it. It's, it's a retirement, technically. Yeah. Uh, Car Car uh, is uh, announced his retirement. He played for Vancouver Titans, the new redesigned Vancouver Titans, Atlanta Academy before that, University Fusion University before that, Sky Fox is on loan, um, second win, Mirage. Uh, so, you know, quite a, quite a storied career there. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a whole lot about. It was a promising main support. Um, somebody who I hoped Vancouver would kind of, um, keep along, but from his, um, exit post, it seems like he was just checked out of the game and, and just kind of burnt out. Um, so there's not much you can do about that. Uh, definitely somebody who had a future. Um, if he if he wanted to kind of stay within the scene, um, but yeah, another one that's just it's it's kind of a juxtaposition to like the old heads who are just like ah you know my time's up you know it is what it is. Car cars kind of this new generation of talent that is like just getting burnt, and that's like the 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 apt example of somebody who Overwatch is kind of torched because this game changes so quickly and so fast, like you're going to torch these, these players who, who just like aren't, I mean, it's, it's just rough. It, it's, it's sad to see so much talent, so much promise. Um, really didn't hear much in a bad way from, from yep. former coaches and, and mm -hmm. people who have worked with them. Like definitely had, had, right. had the talent to continue if he wanted to. So sad to see. Breaking news. Uh, the Philadelphia Fusion have announced that um, Ivy has been... Well, they've thanked Ivy. Uh, he's an unrestricted free agent right now. So yes. uh, we are down to Hisu, Carpe, Mono, Funny Astro, and Alarm confirmed with Poco still on option until November 13th. Just two days, it's not that correct? long ago, dude. Like, and, yeah. and Sato... Um, I don't know if Confirm. we talked about it last time or not, but Sato's option was declined. So, yes, um, it, Mono is for right now their main main tank, which right. we had a long discussion about if and how that might work. If that wasn't the case on the last episode, right? We said that we weren't going to talk about fusion until more details came out. <laughs> <laughs> now we have and, more details, and now we have more details, and we I think we kind of need to go to the um, fusion apologist Yiska and, and right. ask him what what his thoughts are on uh, the fusion uh, not holding on to Ivy here. They don't have anybody in the flex DPS spot right mm. now. I mean, they they kind of cleaned house everywhere, right? Like. Sato's gone, Fury's gone, and then um, Ivy's gone as well. I think, like, I don't think at the level of these players, you're actually upgrading to make the difference to be able to win a championship. What you're doing is finding players 
that accommodate the new system that a new co head coach might be bringing. And that's why also I still think, like, because the messaging of this looks pretty bad. Like, you're letting go, like, Fury, I don't think anyone disputes that this is a top three main tank. Yeah. Um, like, Sado was, was um, like, considered... Is, is he a world star? I'm not even sure. Um, I, check. I don't think so. Um, but, like, one of the better main tanks, or best main tanks in, in the Overwatch League. And then, honestly, Ivy was also had definitely his best season in the Overwatch League, but also was a really, really good flex support, uh, DPS this season. So, on the surface, this looks pretty negative, right? Mm -hmm. But you you cannot necessarily judge those moves un until you see the replacements. And even when you see the names of those replacements, you still got to figure like that it isn't necessarily of the for the pound for pound quality, but what a coach like 9K wants to create with that roster. Mm. Now, of course, that assumes for me that like uh, 9K has a lot of authority there. Um, not sure how much that is. Um, yeah, but generally speaking, like this is um, this is sort of like cutting half of what made you great last season off. I think it is half. It is, but I, I do put some stock into what you're saying with, okay, if, if you want a championship and you want 9K to bring you there, you kind of have to give him some space. And that can come in the form of some options being declined and some players being let go who are good players. They deserve to be here and will 100% find homes. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be with the fusion, right? So I think this is like a, you know, step back and look at this and, and wait and see what happens. Um, because I, again, you look at that free agency list, you, you know, there are some, there are some players there that I think people would be very, not only excited over, but make sense. And so that was kind of, I think, the next point or question I want to ask you guys. Because to me, while yes, this is, it looks like Fusion is taking a couple of steps back here. I mean, obviously, yeah. whenever you're losing pieces and not announcing new pieces, it's always going to have some Can't level that. of that that doesn't look good unless you're mm -hmm. just trimming dead weight. But um, in the case of uh, Fusion, they didn't really have it unless you wanted to talk about Chipsa, which we don't want to yeah no please. um yeah. <laughs> the you know th i think that there is enough players right now on the free agency to still build a contending oh, yeah. team here um we don't know how sure. much philly is willing to spend i mean they've got uh comcast spectacor behind them like that's not uh -huh. that's not <laughs> it's not the world's not change, boys. yeah that's not yeah i trust me i've <laughs> My internet bill, I think, has close to paid yeah. for at least a couple of these guys' <laughs> salaries. Um, so I think that there is a good team here as long as mm. they aren't downsizing or backing off purely for financial reasons. Of course. And yeah. I can tell, already tell you that's not what's happening. Nope. Um, yeah. 
And like apparently their release schedule is like 7:30, 8:30, 9:30 or something. At least this is what my Twitter says. They're not done yet either. So I think not this mid-day. team will will uh look considerably different, but like maybe that's what you got to do. Um to be fair, I think they kept their best pieces um so far, right? Like they're back I think it's, Yes. Like and he's well, we don't know about Hisu. Dude, he's I'm, I'm not. I, I think, for instance, I got some eyes on him. I what do you I mean? think, for instance, that Fury is a better off tank than Carpe is a DPS player in in the respective role that um that he plays. I hate that I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hisu to to kind of clear the air with that he has removed all alignment with fusion and has posted that he's allowed to um look at options Mm. um not officially announced by the team's front so it there is kind of like a mis not a miscommunication but there is kind of like a a weird communication to that right um so i don't know exactly how to feel with him if they are going to option him uh, because I believe he's still under contract, no? Um, that's what I, that's him? what I have here, and that's where so, I think right. I was a little bit confused. Is I do have Hisu as their twenty twenty one option has been exercised. Yeah. Um, so that's a little strange to me. It's a little odd. Um, I mean, that's trying to get buyouts, right? Like, and if if nobody else wants to buy him, then Hisu wants to play with Sato. There you go. I mean. I don't think that's too crazy to say. I mean, if yeah, we're I'm not if, sure where the allegiances are, oh, if yeah. we're playing Duck Duck Goose, I think uh, chat can come to their own conclusions on that front. Uh, yeah, I won't add any tickets to the speculation uh, lottery, but I think you can you can see where my my brain's going. Um, but yeah, yeah, fusion in general, I think nine hmm. k points me in a direction. I think Mono points me in a direction. That direction being this team is not going to skimp. They've come to the dance twice now, placed well twice now at the you know the end of the playoffs, end of these monthly tournaments, end of these stages. They want a ring. They want a title. And they're not going to skimp on who they pick up. There are some free agents on this list that I think they've put gold stars next to, and they're like, this is who we're going for. And if we can't get it, then burn it all down i guess i don't know do you think they're I, gonna I, sign I, rascal or nice do you think that that's that's the dps they're looking at in the flex dps spot i th- i'd like to see nice come up as as maybe somebody for 2022 i just don't know if you plug him in now um i don't know if if 9k has plans for that or not that's that's my only concern is that like that is a a nice utility piece that that Philly has to, at their disposal. I just don't know exactly if you put a coach into that with the the mo of win me a championship and you have job security. If not, then you're gone. Again, not what's happening, but like kind of framing this in a way. Um, I don't know exactly what you do with nice in that kind of scenario where it's just like ah, I want to use you, but I don't know exactly how to just yet. You're valuable. I want to keep you on. 
maybe move them to minimum and then like get somebody else like a rascal like an erster or something else on top of it that's like okay why would he sign that huh why would would he sign that that? i i couldn't tell you maybe he wants to play here wants to win maybe if you want to win i think you go to shock but i mean do you think shock is shelling out right now for probably not but i think that that's where you can kind of leverage um for flex in particular so i I do want to say something just for chat uh while these are technically rankings these are based off of the average in our discord we don't see the rankings as super important here Um, uh don't put them under a microscope too much uh i i just keep the discord one up here so that there's no kind of bias towards who's we show it's just it's just an average so pay more attention to the names on the list and you know the general order is i I still think relatively good um if you're like kind of new but there are definitely spots you can pick apart here this is not kind of meant to be a real ranking as much as it is to kind of show a field of 12 free agents in each position um, that are kind of knocking on the door for um, an, an Overwatch League contract. So let's look at Shock's flex, right? Like damage dealing wise, according and, and per the Overwatch League official contract list for 2020, Anz's option was exercised. Striker's option was exercised. Tayo's option was exercised. Rascal is a free agent due to his existing contract being, um, you know, out of date and expiring. If you're not optioning and, and, you know, re-upping Rascal, which you would assume, but um, he is a free agent, at least to my current knowledge, right? If you were going to move for the future, which Krusty has said and spoken a lot to, and speaks to his kind of coaching acumen, I could see maybe them going and making a bid for nice. Letting Rascal go on and, and do his thing elsewhere and moving ahead, going for a third title, going for a fourth title. I know obviously Krusty has said that, you know, he doesn't want to stay for a team or with a team for more than three titles, but I think this this would be a, a very crusty move to kind of plan for that future and still I wouldn't say lateral move, but take somebody who has a lot of promise and bring them on board. I, I could see maybe shock making a play like that. So, yeah, I don't think it's too out of question as as crazy as that might sound to to shock family that, uh, oh, my God, you can't get rid of rascal. It's like. I don't think anybody's that sacred. And we we've talked about at length why um, shock aren't still holding on, like didn't hold on to rascal. I think we've probably mm-hmm. dedicated almost a half hour to it. So uh, we won't keep going about it in this episode. Go watch the last couple episodes. Um, there's timestamps on the YouTube videos and I'm sure it shows up on a topic there for you. Um, let us, can we talk about the gladiators a little bit? Please. Sure. So Gladiators um, have made some changes here, adding Muse and Shu. Uh, Joe, I see you're nodding your head like that. You know that meme cat that's like. He's nodding along to some song. Yeah. You know what I'm actually listening to? 
not to tangent yeah i'm finally listening to that that stupid kda album and it kind of is okay dude kda is sick man it's kind of okay it's, they have like two good songs and then the rest of it's kind of poop but they're which what are the two good songs I think Baddest is, is quite the bop. And, and uh, no, I didn't like villain. what? Um, Baddest Get and out Move. Here. Get out of here. Baddest and Move are Get out the here. two good ones. Get out of here. More. More. I'm sorry. Not Move. More. Yeah, yeah. More. Villain. Baddest like more. Yeah. Not a fan of Move or villain. And then, like, the drum song, I was just like, oh, it's fine. Wrong. That's uh, fine. <laughs> uh, so, Gladiators, Muse and Shoe. Uh, we do know Bird Ring, Kevster, Mirror Space, all re-signed. So Muse and Shoe are the new, two new um, signings uh, for the LA Gladiators. We've spoken highly of Shoe in the past. I think everybody is happy with that signing. Muse is a newer name, especially if you don't follow uh, Tier 2 coming from Eternal Academy, uh, but also has come up a lot in kind of free agent main tank discussions so uh overall i mean i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say these are good signings don't hate me don't hate me guys don't hate me for being controversial how brave of you yeah no i think i've uh welcome to the muse club everybody you know you know this is your president speaking this is a good move since Talon, since, you know, Gauntlet, I've been banging the drum that somebody needs to give this kid a look. Yep. Um, and Gladiators have, and I think this is a main tank. This is this is my second pick in in a you know draft lottery when it comes to main tank. You can't you can't ignore Mag. You can't ignore the talent that, that kid possesses, and it has possessed for a long time, right? He's he's number one on that draft list. Second, right. I think you can argue. I think Muse should go there. Um, has a little less of a proven track record, but still has a lot of talent and a lot of promise that Gladiators can really, you know, bank on for the future. I think, you know, in the next two years, I think you can see Muse becoming like a strong contender for this team in terms of a main tank. And then behind him, you have arguably the most underrated and undervalued flex support in the league. Um, and in shoe, and that's a position that they've sorely needed an upgrade on these last few years. We'll see what happens with main support, but if this is anything to go off of with how this roster continues to fill out, glads have to be in that discussion that that top seed, you know, going into kind of power ranking season. I, right. I've got I've got a lot of good things to say about gladiators. Uh, yeah, question did come up is Depay still coach? Depay uh, is the head coach. I've got to assume. Brenda has moved into a GM. GM role. I don't know how involved, if there's like any co-GMing going on. Yiska, I know you had no. an interview with Brenda recently. Um, mm-hmm. Is is it, have they totally kind of gotten, gone away from the head coach slash GM role for yeah, D-Pay yeah. and they've just kind of like recreated two different spots for him again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, oh my god, titles are so useless. Jesus Christ. Status-seeking vanity labels, like... Funnily enough, we're we're not talking about Philly here in that that regard as well. What do you mean? Because I think this is slowly coming more and more to light, that 9K was signed to be a GM, but did a lot of coaching. 
on the Paris Eternal. I I, I don't know exactly how to, you know up to date the community is on that, but I for all maybe. my knowledge, Joe, maybe the most, maybe the most, maybe maybe can't can't speak on that. But, but anyway, um, no, like Depay, like I talked to Brenda about this and. Um, Deepay is of course still going to stick around. They still believe in their vision in Deepay's vision. They agree, like a, they were kind of uh, late to the off season last time, and a lot of things just like crumbled for them because they were pretty prepared for with their structures for um for travel, and then COVID happened, and every or every structure they had sort of collapsed, which makes perfect sense, by the way. In, in how they finished, because I also think Atlanta was very much like like that as well, where they had they actually had everything really figured out. But um, of course, like if you have a rigid plan that's specialized for one circumstance, it's really hard to pivot uh, on a moment's notice, right? So, yeah, no, they are going to continue with Depay. Um, I also don't think that's a problem at all. That's a top five coach consistently other than last season. Um, I also think um, that this will be or already is probably the best. No, no, no. Erase probably. This is the best Gladiators roster they ever had. <sighs> Space is your worst player right now. Uh, and that's a... Yeah. That's a... That's a Is quality that... of. Uh... You want to say mirror? I disagree. I think mirror is very valuable, but if you were right. to put him in a vacuum and compare him directly to another peer, yeah, I'd say he's probably the worst. I don't I think, think I agree. I think he's kind of an exception. But I, I also don't think I have strong enough evidence to tell you why I disagree. I, it's I just, also it just doesn't sit right yet. I gotta think yeah, on yeah. it. It's like a it's a it's, it's a like a Seven Eleven burrito a little bit. Yeah. It's like you know sits sometimes heavy. it sits yeah. yeah sometimes it kind of bubbles up to the top sometimes it just goes straight down. Uh, yeah. This one's bubbling up to the top a little bit. I don't yeah. that doesn't sit right the, with me. I also don't want to die on this hill. It's just to illustrate that this yeah, it's, the yes, caliber I, of this I team agree. is yeah. incredibly high. Will continue to develop incredibly high. So. Yeah. Um, this is a title contender, straight up. Like on the outset, yeah, it's definitely. A, up it's there. a top five team. Um, if that no, means no, to hold you yourself. title contender, um, I, I mean, you you can be a top five team without being a serious title contender. I think for various reasons. Sure, and it is the quality yeah. of being able to peak and come together and have that special something. I don't know if if I necessarily find that in there yet, other than it being very, very good pieces. Um, so we got we got to we got to go searching for that a little bit. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm a fan of their Russell Billing strategy so far. Yep, another team that's not doesn't seem like they're skimping on much. Um, bringing on another coach. In Ty Dollar, bringing on Shu, who I couldn't love more. Uh, Muse, we'll see where else they head. Um, but yeah, on the outset, Gladiators making a lot of good moves, a lot of th- a lot of good things to say coming into power ranking season. Um, could be a top five team. I won't. Uh, 
make any claims just yet until we see the rest of the field, but yeah, definitely, definitely above top 10 for sure. Dude, I thought I had my five and now a team's kind of popped up where I'm like, you can't be top five, bro. Like, give me, give me some more and you can be. And that's Mm -hmm. exciting. Um, nope. that, that can happen, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got so many teams now that I think that we've said has been a, a real contender. Um, yep. I don't know yet if I'm ready to say that the Gladiators are a real title contender yet. Um, if I'm being honest, but that's fair. Uh, you've got Dallas Fuel now. Obviously, you have the San Francisco Shock. You've got the Philadelphia Fusion. No, Yiska wants Can't to sneak Gladiators in there. Can't yep. ignore Soul. There's so, a lot. I mean, hey, it, first of all, it's pretty cool that that's four Western teams. Um, yeah. In no particular order, by the way. Just like as in my mind, out. I was talking about NA, by the way. But yeah. okay, yeah, that's where I wanted to make yeah. the distinction. Uh, are we talking about specifically NA, or are we talking about Glow? Uh, okay. okay, and that's okay. Fair. I think yeah. I think you could safely put Glad's top five then. But even then, not sure how good Asia will be next season. Do you think that uh, Justice are making enough of the right moves right now to be a contender? Yes. Jerry, Tuba, Decay, we'll Mag? We'll see. We should probably just talk about them. Yeah. I like Jerry. So they uh, this last week, um, yeah. they did sign Jerry. Tuba and Decay have been there for a while. Did they announce Mag last time we discussed or not yet? I, fr- I don't know the date on that. I, I'm not going to lie. I can't remember. If we talked about it, or if we've talked about it, so we might as well just. I think it, it again. was a while ago, but yeah, it was October twenty fourth. So it's been a while, but we haven't talked about it on the show. Okay. Um. So Mag, I love easily. I think my most valuable rookie coming into the season, somebody who can lead your team, not lead your team in terms of like leadership, but like this is a piece that you get in a rebuild that sets the tone for the rest of them like this is your budget sink if you can lock up mag for like multiple years i think you're you're good uh, main tank is probably the most shallow in terms of like actual talent um and mag coming in as a rookie this is this is somebody who you want to throw stacks at this is somebody who you want to like see in a, in a number of years you want to re-up them hopefully uh so washington nailing him was surprising but like a move for the future and a move that really gives me hope for this team going forward. Then you've got Jerry coming in recently. It looks like tube is re upped and obviously decay being resigned. I don't think we need to say too much about Mr. You know, Mr. Decay over here being an absolute stud MVP caliber talent. Um, I've seen some pushback on Jerry, which I'm kind of surprised to see. Um, I think he's just a value pick. Same thing with Tuba, where it's just like these are going to be rotational talents to kind of just pair up with Decay. Decay is going to be the star. He's going to get the resources. He's going to you know do what he does best. And Tuba and Jerry just kind of fit around him as best as they can. Um, and I think they're fine fits. I think they're role players. Um, and then you put them next to somebody like Mag, and so far, good moves, but. Is that enough to push them top five for me right now? I'd say no. So it's so far it's only half a roster. Yeah. And I need to see another big one. That needs to be take with a grain of salt. 
But these are big. These are it's. It would be really disappointing if they bring on Mag Decay to a lesser extent Jerry, and then mm. just kind of bring on three nobodies. Um, that just you know just doesn't seem like a a, a very yeah. I don't know. Like I feel like you kind of just want to balance that out, take them da- all six players down a tier. And you know, and, mm-hmm. and kind of do a gladiator things where you try to sit on that bubble and see if you can't make a few runs at the right times. All right, Justice, you wanna you wanna swing for the fences here? Oh boy! Here I think go. I think you talk to Supreme, your head coach, and uh, see if there aren't any ducks on the market. See if there's aren't any you know little little itty bitties running around looking for homes. Because if you can fill it out with some what? former Spark players. I'm not mad at that. Not mad at that at all. It's kind of crazy how you can just like grab any of the top two names from the spreadsheet and just like any of these teams kind of plug them in. And you're just like, right? yeah. like Fury Violet yeah. Moth. Done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, sign like, me up. Disgusting. Okay. Here's, here's an, another interesting thing. That only just occurred to me, which is like, you know, when when Mag turned eighteen, right? Yeah, he could have played last season. So if you bring in Mag now as Washington Justice, couldn't you have done? I mean, I, I suppose you have you have budgets for like a season, but think of how this team could have been different in playoffs had they had Mag instead of Raw. I think they did. I think they go For, to Korea, dude. I th- uh, assuming they that's, play that's, well together. Yeah, that's one of those things that I'm like, I don't know if you want to change anything with how they ended. I think if you change something, it has to be from the start. I don't, I don't know if you change. Okay, his. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like this is. I I I loved what the Plaid Jack guys had to say on this, where it was like. If you ask Justice to make like a specific meta for them and a specific set of six players for them that they would be able to run in that meta, nobody comes up with this. Nobody comes up with that like right place, right time, stars align. I don't know if you want to mess with that. Maybe no, the, it pushes them forward, but I don't know. I think that the actual thing is is that it is sort of hard to attract talent like that without having the premise, without knowing if DK will stay. Uh, that type of stuff is probably pretty hard to to convince players of and buy into the vision. And I think actually sure. that Deep Run did a lot of good for them in in the transfer Dark market wise. in terms of yeah. uh, trying to attract quality talent. Yep, definitely. They're here to they're here to try and win, and you know they'll they'll do what it takes. And if that means bringing on Decay for an emergency, then it means right. they bring it on Decay for an emergency. You know. You know, anybody still, could have done it. There's still half a team, True. but this is a justice team looking strong here. Looking, yep. they're they're good looking pieces so far. Good foundation so far, so good. Yeah. Um, worth noting, and this is a kind of another sad one here. Ark has officially retired. Yeah, that's sad, huh? That is also sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, sad. I think somebody who still had a bit of a future ahead of them, I'd love to see right. our kind of have a redemption, maybe on like a Western mix. Um, somebody who 
is by I I'd, I'd say bilingual. I don't think in a in a definitive sense or like certificated, you know, as bilingual. Maybe that's not necessarily the case, but certified. You know, certified, yeah. Certificated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, somebody who speaks good English, somebody who obviously is is from South Korea, so yeah, I could be a good coach one day. And that in that same vein and much like a kooky. Could see that. What what was interesting to me was seeing that like in season one, he was such a forward facing person for us, for the NYXL, right? Yeah. Giving every interview, doing content and whatnot. And like, um, I, I, I felt like you got a glimpse into his personality that the justice didn't really use that that much. And maybe that's a personal decision just to focus on uh, your own game. Yeah. But, uh, it wasn't the same. And, they could have used the PR nice guy. So that was interesting to see that this never really crystallized to that same degree, right? I, I wonder if there is something to that where it's like, does he want to be the forward facing guy? Was it more of like Justice's like weird mishmash of like rotating front office people this season? Hard to tell. Obviously, you know, Chad Apley, you know, saying like he did kind of show up on the seating shows did did some interviews here and there but you know definitely wasn't the same kind of cohesive look that new york kind of gave us and i think that kind of is a little bit of column a column b you've got a lot of turmoil happening with justice could just be like the visions being built up torn down having to be built up again so that kind of gets lost in translation so i, I don't know i think i think arc would have been a dha winner um if he was on the right team. Yeah, definitely a candidate in most of the like years. I, I think most teams uh, underutilized Ark as, as a, a player and a personality. Um, and I think that that's kind of, A, I'm, I'm annoyed by it, number one, because mm. I hate seeing like squandered potential on that um we saw some yeah i <sighs> yeah it's just kind of a bummer we saw some stuff with nyxl with that but there was a lot of big personalities at the time goes over to the justice and then i don't want to talk about the justice right now and how they've platformed their players but i would have done it very differently mm. um so that's kind of a bummer, but still just kind of a really sad, a sad. Yep. Other sad other blow. Yeah. Um, okay. We got to talk about the big one. We're going to, I feel like we've talked about this team a lot. Hard not to. Uh, Dallas fuel. Uh, have officially signed fearless and Jexa. Who I think I joked about on the last on the last show, just like as a passing, mm. like what if they just signed Jexa? Uh right. but both now have been confirmed. So the Dallas Fuel, this check out this roster here. Doha, Sparkle, Fearless, Hanbin, Rappel, and Jexa, with Fielder as well, uh, in the flex support role. Yeah, that's potential top five right there. That's the squad. That Fielders. Is a squad. 
Fila is just ordering Element Mystic gear and just going, guys, <laughs> remember when we were all on Element Mystic at some point, <laughs> right? Like, do you guys remember how I was there? No, I wasn't. Like, th this is actually, like, the pattern here is hilarious. And if you extrapolate that pattern, there's really only two players that they, or, ah, I mean, there's more, but there's two players that they could be bringing on, which, of course, does his name start with a V? Always. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I like, um, like, XCI is the elephant in the room, of course. And then Happy Vesta is the other one uh, that could be in the room. Then, of course, like the, the most recent batch of like elite talent from uh, Element Mystic there. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not sure. I mean, I think they will also find backups more, uh, a couple of more backups. Um, there's, I'm not sure. Do you want? You probably want two uh, hit scan DPS. So I assume both of them would be, uh, would be coming in. And then I think, yeah, maybe another main tank. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. If if <laughs> if you're building the most ideal roster and money is not an issue, then yeah, you want some backups. But I don't think a lot of these backups can be starters. I think you want like either a specialist or somebody who has promise that you might want for next year. So it's like a young main tank who can come in, play behind, you know, maybe see a little bit of play time here and there, but shouldn't be expecting to start. But has you know Overwatch League potential that you can get in early with. Um, same thing. Well, the the double hits can definitely is has shown up enough now where it's like okay, you can maybe argue this either way. I I, I do caution the the deep bench perfect world where it's tough to manage. That's that's not a good thing for anybody involved. There's a f very few people who can kind of like keep everybody bought in. Um. Yeah, continue. I didn't mean to hijack your point. I hit the wrong uh, unmute button. I unmuted the stream like the trooper page brain I am. Jeez. Um, I'll just say this. DM also hasn't found a uh, home yet, right? Ooh, careful, sir. Now that's the heat. Careful. That's the spice. That's what I like to hear. I don't think that that's likely. Yeah, I don't think I, so either. So when I when I heard you were extrapolating, and to be fair, anything anything else you want to kind of right touch on before I extrapolate no, no. farther? Okay, go. Now that the pattern has been established and is like overly established, almost triply so, right? With with this being Dallas Mystic, right? I think this should invoke a lot of trust that this is Russia's team. Not only is are these his players, but he's making these moves. I don't think you sign all of the your, your former players without handing a, being handed a checkbook from Hastro and being told build me a team. Right? Hands off. I don't want to have I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't even want to see it. Don't talk to me until you have contracts signed. Go do your thing. This is the thing that he's done. He signed all of his former players that have proven success, have proven track records, gives you a core to work with and build on in the future. 
I think this is exactly what Dallas Fuels have been asking for for years. I say that like we've been around for 10, 20 years, but, you know, we've only been around for three years, but somehow we still have these narratives. Um, and, and I think they're finally doing it. I think this is this is the year. If there's ever been a year to be excited, I think this is it. Everything is being checked off. You have a coach building a roster. That is very apparent to me. This is this is Russia's team through and through. He's worked with the players. He's handling all of it. It looks to me like he's handling all the moves. Yeah, I'm very, very promising roster. What, who else could it be? <laughs> the head scan DPS. I think it's either XC or, or Happy. I think that's it. Dude, I'll I'll straight up say I think BQB would be a, an excellent pickup as well. Sure. I think there are definitely like good other pickups, but I oh. think the track record speaks for itself. Don't get me started on Glista, dude. That that would be amazing. I think that's I think that's the talk of the town, and I have opinions on where that boy's going. I think he cool. uh Blister. I think right. there's one team that he's played for, or at least has connections right. to that wouldn't be mad at bringing him back. Yeah, I think okay. Um yeah, we can talk about this in a second. Um yeah. I think that's that's a really good um a pickup. I wonder what what Nene is about, but um sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I also think you kind of need you can't just like bring just the most crazy individual players on every position. And I think someone like BQB is just so smart with how he plays with resources and without mm. that this this would possibly the, be the best pickup that they um, could, could be getting here. Other than the, the obvious ones I mentioned before. Yeah. With XCI and Happy. I think he, he meets a kind of like a value estimation along with like an average skill that is above average um has played both with resources without um yeah i i i i see where your your head's at for sure with bqb i think he's definitely somebody who nobody should be mad at it might not invoke a lot of like fire a lot of like excitement out of people but that's a pickup that i think like I think about it much like a glue guy, right? Like somebody who you can plug in and is just going to be valuable, like just an absolute workhorse. It is going to do a lot for that team. Um, I don't know. The, the, the pattern feels too strong for me to, to deviate away from it. Obviously they have with fielder, but I don't know. I don't know if Russia is willing to think that outside the box. We'll see. Okay. I'm not sure if Bench brought this up sort of like to semi-troll of if it's uh, his real opinion, but what do you think about the Dallas Fuel backline? I like their backline. I don't think it's the strongest in the world, but yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I, I've been a, been a fan of, of Jackson for a long time. I think Fielder's sick. Um, Repel gives you that double flex support that I think a lot of people were... I'd have to look again, but I think there were certain teams that like kind of were hindered by that and didn't have that second flex support to be able to plug in and right. were limited. Um, so I think that that opens them up again. I don't think it's like any going to knock anybody's socks off, but I think it's definitely like above average. Yeah, I mean both both teams um, that these players Jexa and Repel, um, and I mean they 
didn't have great performances, right? Um, before the Titans implosion and then the Houston Outlaws, I think overall underperforming. It's yeah. I don't know if you could take last year's performance on face value just because of those things, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I temper expectations with like the Houston, like kind of season. I don't know. It's, it's the, the missed opportunity there, I think kind of clouds Jackson in particular, I think repel just, is a good flex support. I don't think like he's star caliber. I think he's just fine. It's a fine backline. Like it's it, yeah, if there was a weak that's point, my problem. it might be the backline. That's my problem. I don't understand Rappel. I really don't. Because here's mm. the thing with the I mean, yeah, I agree. I Fielder understand Fielder play. because he played well and do you still have the ping question mark? So you kind of will have to mm. wonder where this kid could go. Yeah. As a backup, I would get someone like with a promising from a promising rookie perspective that fits into this roster. Like, for, for instance, I think MCD was um, like someone that could have been brought up. And then I also think for Jackson in particular, and okay, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm very sorry. Hopefully, someone can correct me. Um, but then also the other part of the recent element uh, mystic backline, like um, Ansonje, I think is how I would pronounce it in the German way I would pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that would have been uh, a more interesting choice to me. In my mind, it's like, okay, if you have solid players, then I want experimental high peakers behind them. And Fielder is both at the same time, like someone that has proven to be solid and we don't know if he can peak yet. Repel, I don't know if there's anything more in the tank to really squeeze there. Like he just seems like someone who hung around teams and like couldn't really, okay, you don't expect to be playing ahead of Twilight, of course. Mm. Um, should be expected to play ahead of Rockus, I think. Um, even though, I mean, depending on the hero, to be fair. Sure. Um, and then develop as a teammate enough in order to, even if, if the Anna is um, individually better, to, to s- sort of d- displace him there. Um, maybe that's also a communication thing. I don't know. But, like, the th- that's... I feel like that's something where if you believe in that pickup, you kind of got to trust that Rush knows what he's getting into with him, which he should. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's the one question mark where it's like, what, what kind of a backline are you building there? Where it's it, like, it can very quickly feel gladiators esque where you have like the Porsche in the DPS line. And like, the I don't know the BMW in the tank line, but then you just got the Volkswagen, or like you know, I don't know the Toyota, and <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's always kind of going to be the case, um, and I think 
this gives them hopefully i guess the outset is that this gives them stability so it isn't just like this team that just jumps around or is just like completely bottom tier um i think i'd be i think i'd mark this season as a success as long as they don't just start blowing all kinds of cash for them if they were like again if they were just like 10th consistently like just middle of the pack i think that'd be good that'd be a good mark for dallas um obviously ending let's let's take a look at historical season finishes Wait, you right? think a, a good season for dallas with this lineup is 10th as long as they don't go too overboard with the next purchases yeah as long as they're not like blowing a bunch of cash yeah i, I think, think that's way fine. too low I think that's I, way we, you haven't seen a lot of those teams I, I mean don't get me wrong i agree that this could be a 10th place team yeah but I think that that's way too low from what Hastro is projecting as far as goals go, as far as what, um, I don't know, just what this roster seems to be built for. I don't think you put out that kind of cash for Fearless, Hanbin, and Sparkle and go, we want to be in the top half of the league. You're building a top six team here. And... um. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that that vision lines up then. I tell you that right now. I, I'm not saying that they that's not where they end up there, but I would say yeah. that that is a, a, a super I would say that if if right now, based on everything I'm seeing, let's just say I get clicked, right? Adam Sandler and click and you just fast forward a year and we're at a year again and we're talking about this, and you're like, Man, that Dallas fuel, they finished tenth and stuff. I go, Oh shit. That sucks. And to be fair, this isn't tenth in NA. Like I, I know that I know that you mean the whole league. Construed. Yeah, I know you mean this the whole is like a, an entire league right. finish that they'd place at the very least mid pack. They could go yeah. higher, hundred percent. I'm saying the floor for them with this, this roster is so top far is 10th. three NA top five. Sure, you should easily be top five NA with this team. Top three NA top five Overwatch League sure. energy is what Hastro and, and everybody yes. in Envy is is going through and being sold on. Right. I think this is this is very much in the same way that because they're early to the party and they're doing a lot of like fan service with the element mystic stuff, which I get. And I, and I put a lot of stock into, I think they will be good, but we have to remember that this team historically has underperformed when they, you know, should be good, right? You, you look at the K, you look at effect, you know, you look at season one, um, they need some sort of stability. In hindsight though, should season one Dallas fuel have been good? Yeah. Like should have been. I don't know. Like I look at it and I go, logically, it makes sense for Dallas Fuel season one. It makes sense why they ended up where they did. Interesting. I think we. I mean, and we've we've talked about it a million times about like you have Apex season one, and then what? You have some kind of kind of sketchy top results in in tournaments that didn't put together the best I field. And yeah, people expected them to be good on the quantity of that alone. When we, mm-hmm. you know, in hindsight found out that, you know, uh, eight of the 12 teams could just build better teams or sign better Korean teams just like that. 
I don't know that that was the case in season one, though. I think season as one we went was through it. I agree. Kind of a fire. But in hindsight, we've even had so sideshow on, on the show here. And we've said like, in hindsight, we're like, yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of things that make sense here about why Dallas didn't perform well. If you, if we come back here right now looking and you can clip this, uh, Eric, whatever you want. And I'll say it right now. This is a team that on paper would not make sense to not be a top five teams, assuming that they make at least one more kind of big signing here somewhere, probably in the back line. I, that, that is the feeling that is the projection. I, I really temper expectations with that. I, I think, are you speaking top five in NA or globe? Three like NA, five overall, maybe six. That's tough. Ow. I think I six, I'd be much more agreeable. Ah, it's going to be tough for this team. I, I think this is a good team. I think this is like an above average playoff caliber team. I, I temper the expectations with, you know, going for titles or anything like that. Like, we got to see what the Fusion do. We have to see what Shanghai does. We have to see what Seoul does. There's so many teams left on the table to be able to, like, no really joke. swing we that We still vote. have 38 free agent spots available. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's just to, like, hit league minimum numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's a lot of announcements coming in the next couple of weeks, of course. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good things to be <laughs> said about Dallas. I think there's a lot of things that they've solved and, and are uh, correcting. I just don't think this is the season where we just I think I think I'm debating you a little bit on semantics, so I'll bow out. But like I Fair enough. I yeah, I just like I can't right now I can't like there's you know, there's kind of teams where it's just like there's no reason this team should underperform and they underperform. You're like, I still oh, kind sure. of yeah. don't totally know why this didn't click, that didn't work, this thing didn't. That has happened in the past. I think um, NYXL, um, I think, are one of those teams where it's just like, I'm still just not like totally sure why they just yeah. can't like play Libero, Get turn it on, yeah. just kind of like, yeah, turn the corner. Uh, this is a team where if they finish 10th, I'm like, I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. Like, I don't know what else you can really do outside of like, oh, yeah, and we signed Violet Moth and Diem. You know, or something yeah, just unless dumb you like just that. Just literally right? take the top free agents. Sure, I agree. So, anyways, all that to say, I personally, Yiska, do you feel like ten would be a severe underperformance? Like, where are you in this? Are you in the top ten overall? To be fair, are you in the top five to six overall Overwatch League? Or are you in the top ten overall Overwatch League crowd for tenth as Dallas a floor? With what we know right now. What's the floor I, of this team in your summation? The floor? Yeah, 10th probably. Somewhere there. Um, I think there's theoretically a couple of other teams that could get ahead, but it's like... Uh, I think, for instance, if anything, Sh Sh uh, sorry, Spark is going to step in as a second. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, the, the third best team in Asia. I think... There's reason to believe that Solby will be the best team in Asia next year. Could be. Um, and then it's drop off from there, in my mind. I thought that... I think... I don't know what Charge is doing there. 
Yeah, I'm not big on. I, I'm uh, I'm watching different games from people when they say Karif is a is a valuable uh, replacement for Shu. No, I feel I, like we're, we're on different planes of existence when someone says this. By the way, I think we might changing changing this argument to floor versus like realistic if expectations. That wasn't clear, that's yeah, that was that was the hope. Floor, was that, I that mean, was even the floor. then, ten is still a little. I'd be okay with Dallas being tenth. Yeah, I wouldn't. Would you be okay is... with Dallas being tenth, Yiska? Nah. Not after the investment, nah. That's a that's. I mean, a you have to L. invest. You have to invest to be able to turn that around. I think this is if if this is if tenth is a failure. I think the one thing that you can hold on to is that the 2022 at least you have like a functioning core to build around. I think that's the value here. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're you're shooting for playoffs. I think this is probably depending on what the rest of the league looks like and and definitely open to to being wrong in terms of performance. But I think this is like a strong play in team thus far with the projections of Seoul, with the projections of Shanghai, with where shock is at right now, where Philly's at right now. Like there's a lot of potential teams. You look at the gladiators, even in the same region that I'm like, I, I don't know if this team has it in them. They all have synergy. They all have, they have that, that core to build around. That's why I look at next year. By the way, yeah. though, chat, just for everybody here, because I, I know everybody is. I am shocked that this is like that off a take. Is, is not on what Volamel is saying. This is also one of the things that Volamel says that we visit in six months again. And sure. I'll he be, was I'll, right I'll the whole write time. Right um, I think so. This, take this is where we get the Volamel Oracle emote. And this is why we had it made because it does happen. Uh, way too often <laughs> for what should be right there um but you know this is also something that we can clip so if somebody if somebody wants to be your clip master and kind of manage some of these because these are one of those takes that i think i would love to revisit at like mid-season and then at the end of the season again sure um not to like rub it in anybody's faces but to see no. how right or wrong we were um yeah because it's it is really interesting. I just like, man, I just, I can't in good conscience right now get on board with like, this is a Dallas fuel 10th place finish is just, I don't know how you no. get fearless Hanbin sparkle. Yeah, no. Hanbin's the big one. I think Hanbin is probably the best player on this team Could compared be. to his peers. Even I that, like him a lot. Mm. I feel like I like Sparkle too. Don't get me wrong. And I feel like the highest, I I feel like the highest peaks, like if nothing happens to this kid's career, it's going to be Sparkle all the way, dude. Like it's never not going to be. Like I had my doubts last season. This kid came in 28 days later and and zombie ran over, uh, the shock and um, sure, Philly, and just took a title for himself. Let me let me let me ask you this then. Maybe maybe best player is the wrong uh, definition. Um, do you you have to cut one person? Do you cut Hanbin? Do you cut Sparkle? Who's the most valuable? Most valuable. 
I think after next season, we're going to talk about Sparkle as the most valuable player just because he's a full package. Hanbin might as well, like, if Hanbin must mute, I wouldn't know. I know Sparkle is mute, dude. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, looking at it from like a, sh are you are you looking from like a forward facing like personality yeah. that people yeah. can Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I hate consistently and, moving the goalposts, but I'll, I'll, I'll take. That I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if, um, if that is going to change in terms of like how Sparkle will be allowed to interact with uh, his yeah. stream and whatnot. Um, I'm I'm not sure who, who like if if it was an, a, a limitation he imposed on himself or if his coaches did or the GM did or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder if that will change. I wonder if that will do something to his level. To be fair, but um, like this kid is obviously very entertaining. Uh, in uh, um, yeah, in on his stream, and to a wide range of crowds as well. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it just because we have to figure out, like, I don't know, a team with Fearless, Hanbin, and Sparkle cannot, will not, or cannot accept finishing just 10th, dude. Like, that's... If they're that making it to, like, semifinals of, of playoffs at the end of the year, I think that I think that it's it's an underperformance. Semifinals of playoffs is an underperformance. So that's we're talking top top four top. Well, loser bracket. So assuming that there's Third, eight fourth. teams, um, the I would say top like top six would be okay. wouldn't that be semifinals with loser bracket? Well, semi would be third fourth if you do losers. Am I thinking quarterfinals? Quarters would be, I, I'd be a little bit more agreeable there. Yeah, top top six, top eight kind of feeling. Okay, sorry, I'm 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 no, messing up on the terminology, but I, yeah, I'm I right mean you got to think about I the bracket. It's it's a bizarre they one. they got to go beyond the first round in playoffs for sure. Sure, I and think they it's doable. Should go through the second round of playoffs, and then from there, that one's tough for me. That's where I go. I that's that's a stretch. I think they I think they could make playoffs. On the outset, we have to look at what the rest of these teams do. I think they could make playoffs. How deep they go is going to determine a lot. I think there's there's promise with Sparkle. If you look at teams historically who do win, it's usually off of the backs of either just like the best tanks and supports or an explosive DPS player hitting the right path. And Dallas has that potential. Depends on what kind of gamble you're getting with them? What what uh, what patch is landing? Does it land well with them? Tough to say. I think this is a good season for them. You heard like, it here I, first. I, I did. Volumel says Dallas feel bottom eleven team. <laughs> I, I I I'm I'm shocked that like tenth as a floor yeah. for this team is that hot. I think that's so good for them. That's what they need to like salvage this like franchise. I get like Element Mystic I, is like a hot I team. I don't think and, like, I a can see a team but... signing and spending this much money. They're, yeah, they're it's the Dallas Fuel salvaging this franchise is a top five finish. Yes. Period. <sighs> like that. That yes. is what anything salvaging, else is a disappointment. 100%. Anything else? I think if you get like sixth or seventh, I think that with the proper I think framing, that's I think with the proper framing, 
you're okay and Dallas Fuel are kind of like they kind of slide into that like LA Gladiators role. Yeah, a little is bit, that not okay? Which is okay, no. but no. not ideal. And no. I'm not happy with it. Uh huh. Below that, when you start talking eighth, ninth, tenth, you done f***ed up, A.A. Ron. Like, that is... <laughs> that is really bad to me. And and keep in mind, I'm not necessarily t talking about the... the qualities of this roster, as in top 10 would be acceptable, but the investment that goes into it and what they require in order to reclaim their name as a top-tier brand. Like... That's not yeah. a starting point. You're not starting anything with that roster this season. I don't You're think coming out and running people over, getting the best names on the market, trying to win this season. Like you could argue, like if if you if you were very optimistic, you could argue anything outside of finals would be disappointing for this scene. Maybe I'm just completely underestimating exactly how much they paid for this roster, but I don't think you can. I don't think Dallas was ever going to escape the investment argument. They had to blow the ship up and rebuild it from scratch. They were sure. forced to invest, right? I sure. don't think so. Like, no, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think that they were they were forced to finally build a team that could meet expectations. Sure, that's the only thing I think Dallas needs to do right now and that expectation needs to not be a bottom five team but they they've and gone I, the other route and go you know what let's just go all in and i uh, i think yeah. that that's an okay method to go yeah but i think that they could have built a team that's a 10th place team and i think yeah. that dallas fans would be happy as long as that they were rated and played like a 10th place team this is right. a fifth, fourth, third, second, first place team. Yeah, yeah. That's built like a fifth, fourth, third, second, first place team. Sold like a fifth, fourth, third, second, first place team. If they hit 10th, it's the same Dallas feel we've always got. We just moved the Delta from like 7th to 14th. Yeah. Down, uh, up yep. to, you know, whatever that is. That's That's a and severe underperformance. I also tell you, I'm not convinced that this roster has a championship in them. I I think sure. they're more likely to be like the Paris that can grab a tournament or whatever. I think that's that's sort of like the attack vector. Yeah, if, that they, if have. they were painted in the same in a similar narrative as Paris Eternal, where they have a peak, they look really good. Do you know they're competitive within their region for a long time? You know, make deep runs in the tournaments, but then right. underperform in playoffs. Is that something you think is a disappointment? Mm, no, that would be okay. If Dallas, yeah. so but like, if, also... if we just like copy pasted this roster into Paris Eternal last season, no, no, no other yeah, other way. You take success. the feeling of Paris and you put it on this roster, the same the same success that Paris had, and you put it on Dallas. Is that an underperformance in your summation? I the feeling, the narrative, <sighs> the stories, the success. I think. And again, there's it's kind of tough because Paris, you know, obviously had uh, a stage playoff win, right? Yeah, uh, they won or, summer or showdown a tournament. They they won a summer showdown, which I think is a mm -hmm. big thing. They made some performances. Yeah. 
I don't and then love lost it. Justice. I, yep, I I don't love it, but even mm-hmm. then, like I can't account for another Justice 2.0 this season where it's like, sure, of course. Oh, right. this 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 lines up. You always have to like, I think, kind of expand and know that something weird is going to happen in the season because it's happened every season. Mm-hmm. But I don't think to that level. So. I think if you go back and say that we did great, we won a a showdown, and then we had this team come up who basically just kind of threw... I think that you could sell that. And I think that podcasts like ourselves, OverwatchLeague.com writers, content creators, would be able to craft a narrative on something that is one of the worst parts about competitive Overwatch, and that is the volatility... Um, mm. in high stakes situations in Overwatch League right now is, in my opinion, and I don't think that this is a hot take at all, too high. Um, I'm sorry, Washington Justice should have never been in the situation that they were in the, sure. last, the last year. Yeah. And as long as we can avoid those types of things, I think that I don't think we run into those things, and I think that we have a A team where you look at, you know, Paris Eternal and like Paris Eternal, uh, I think finished lower, but understandably so that you can define a rhyme and reason to it and you cannot chalk it up to a Paris underperformance. And I think that that's a big thing where, you know, Dallas Fuel, at the end of the day, you know, if, if there might be a way where they could finish 10th and we can actually tie every single result. Yep. So, like, let's say that they just suck. <laughs> But they they squeeze in every time and then win stage one two three four. We'll see. Like let's let's, I think, let's talk about like that delta. Like what does an underperformance in regular season games look like? But going deep into playoffs, an overperformance in playoffs is that better or worse? And then an overperformance in regular season, you do the NYXL thing where you play consistently well, and then once you start playing stakes matches, you aren't seen as playing that good mm. yeah so soul's a great example so you have soul last year right who yeah they finished whatever 11 and 10 or something like that and then and then you know have multiple high place finishes in tournaments and then end of year tournament yep. so there there is again there's a lot of volatility here 100 percent. and even then most people i don't think think of soul as a sub 500 team I mean, I think that that opinion changes exactly who you ask and when last season. Mm-hmm. I think people were very down on them specific weeks. I think people were, you know, stocks were low. Um, I, I guess my last thing with with Dallas and like looking at this for the future is I think this is a I think this is going to be a great example of early evaluations and then coming to terms with where they actually are come power rankings. I think you're going I, I think it's going to be a very tough ask to put Dallas where you think they're going to finish when we get to power rank. Because when you see the rest of these teams built, it, it's tough to when you when you actually have to put pen to paper and start ordering teams, putting Dallas top five is gonna be a bit of an ask. I I, I caution people to wait and see. And I, I'm very positively optimistic that Dallas is going to do good. I guess that just doesn't align up with with exactly where the community hope. And we did is. we did discuss this. And again, yeah. I'm just gonna say this right now. 99 players have been rostered 
Yeah. There's still 38 slots available. That's like I'm doing quick math here, but that's about 40%, right? So um there's a lot of signings, I would imagine. <laughs> I would hope so. And probably a lot of signs right now that are probably like there's probably just a lot of signings in general because we've got the uh the team option deadline in two days. Yep. So hold on to your butts for the next two days and let's kind of see how things shake out. Um, I bet you on Monday we're gonna have a pretty insane show with finding out what a lot more of these teams look like, right? Mm -hmm. But we do need to get out of here. We need to end it yes. on that. We'll argue. Uh, Dallas bottom 11 team confirmed uh, big thank you to everybody who hung out today hope you had a good time big thank you to our patron producers refi beam for Dino pin battle crab lotion rex zane audio compass kosh 67 shara picasso nathan your misery hunter tain fable steven roger b owen chris r34444 horbjorn i listen to the podcast was on the toilet in the shower thinking of yiska and peace camper if you like the show a great way to support your favorite content creators whether it's us or anybody else is patreon go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. You get a special role in Discord. You get priority spots in our game nights. Um, and we will thank you on the next show. Um, or uh, leave a uh, subscribe uh, here at Patreon.com. Or not Patreon. Uh, Twitch.tv slash KickTripod. Yiska, who we got today? <laughs> I love his face. He never knows. Wait. He never knows. Um <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. scrolling down we have new subs uh only resubs um boo how coppers and then 70 bits by chris thank you very much and just as you said that chris gifted a sub to blue devil jr uh thanks for that gifted sub chris as well um, and big th thank you to all the follows as well. If you're not following the channel, please do. We're coming up on like 4,000 followers on this channel. Oh, um, so that's pretty cool. So um, appreciate you all a ton. No new five-star iTunes reviews. Uh, but Joe, shout out to the week. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on the socials. You want to lambast me about my Dallas take? Hey, go for it. More power to you. Um, spoke with Albert. So that interview should be coming out on GG Recon sometime soon, hopefully tomorrow. Um, and then I uh, got a Valorant piece scheduled for later this week. And then we'll see what next week holds. We'll see what kind of roster movement, any kind of roster juice we can write about. But uh, yeah, that's that's the week for me, pretty much. Uh, Yuska, what about you? Um, I started sort of like... Um, so when, when a roster move happens, I will write news about it, of course, for GG Recon, but I will also add my take to it, um, what makes sense and what kind of roster moves are likely, uh, to happen based on the structure that it has been established there or the trend, uh, in terms of the, the, uh, gameplay, um, characteristics of these players as well as the tendency of following coaches and just taking everything in in uh, together and trying to make educated guesses as to where it's going where cool uh, all right well as for me uh nothing new um or crazy but uh still doing the thing 
We've got new WoW expansion coming up. Trying to get a hold of a graphics card before then. Not going super well, so if you have a lead on a 3080, let me know. Uh, other than that, you can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod, and we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thanks again. Um, we're going to head over to um, Leg Day. Uh, big thanks to everybody. Hope you have a great one. We'll see you next time for Tactical Crouch. Bye. Gamer posture.